Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Cassie. And we are The The Thrifty Thrifty Couple Couple. from thethriftycouple.com. And we are the authors of the new book, The 2% Rule to Get Debt-Free Fast, in the accompanying workbook. And you can find the book, The 2% Rule to Get Debt-Free Fast, on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and wherever books are sold. And you can find the accompanying workbook on Amazon.com as well as on our site at thethriftycouple.com. So this is going to be an extremely popular post, do a uh, podcast episode. Do you know why? Yes, I do know why. No, you don't. <laughs> because this is 007. So this oh. is the James Bond of podcast episodes. I thought you were going to talk say it was because of the topic because everybody is asking about this and wants help in this area. I never talk about the topic. I'm not even sure why I would start now. So <laughs> I talk about the topic a lot, though. That's exactly right. So, no, we uh, are excited about today's topic. And uh, the reason why we're excited is because we've been getting a lot of questions from people. Um, we have been talking about how to, last time we talked, we spoke about the emergency fund, building up that emergency fund fast. Yes. We've talked about other tips to build um, money and build funds for Christmas. Yes. Uh, we've talked about other ideas about just trying to uh, find creative ways to be able to increase your but uh, your income by two percent per per month, right? Yes, yes. So so all of those topics that we've talked about in the last few episodes, it's required. You know, talking about ways of finding extra income, ways of bringing in extra money for your Christmas fund, for your emergency fund, and just for your monthly day to day expenses, as well as that two percent increase. And we've talked about the need to do that a lot, right? Exactly, we have. And so we had a, qu- a comment that came in, or I guess more of a question. Sure. Tina wants to know, she is a work-at-home mom, okay. and she says she really wants to be able to contribute more to the family income, and she wants to be able to find ways that she can bring in extra money. So she was asking for more ideas, so we thought, why not uh, take, a, take a podcast episode not only talk about this a little bit more, but have an interview from a mom that's done it herself. Well, and I love that idea. Um, but in addition to, it's it's crazy when you talk about the idea of making extra money because it's such a broad topic. We could probably have many interviews um, and talk to many people who have made extra income. And in fact, we've done that for many articles on our site. And we even have a page on our site that talks about over 100 ways of making extra income. We've been working on that uh, list for several years, and it's like over 150 ideas at this point. Um, And so this is a very broad topic that you can talk about, but we're going to talk specifically about how this one mom did it. (laughs) That's exactly right. So... And this is going to be the first time that we have an interview format. <laughs> it's going to be a very unique one. We'll see here in a minute. But one thing we did want to share with our readers, or sorry, we always go and talk about our readers because we're always uh, blogging. blogging. We've been blogging for, what, seven years? Exactly. So, yes. so it's it's so new to have listeners. Yes. <laughs> and so that's kind of fun. Uh, but we wanted to share with you that if you guys, if you have specific ways you've brought in uh, extra income, creative ways that you found for your own family, we would love to talk to you. We'd have we'd love to have you email us at thriftyus at the thriftycouple.com and you can find that on the show notes this week, the thriftycouple.com slash zero zero seven, just think James Bond. And <laughs> um, 
or also find us on Facebook or any other social media platform and message us and say that I would love to be on your show and talk to you and, and interview me to be able to talk about extra ideas. I love that idea. Yeah, there's so many ideas out there that the more that ideas that you can find, um, it helps to generate ideas for your own self. Because we talk about We've talked about hundreds of ideas, but there's always just that one that will click with you. You know, there isn't a blanket answer for everybody, but talking about it gets the ball rolling, gets you thinking, gets you excited for the possibilities. Um, and so it's a really fun subject to talk about. And it's actually one of the more popular subjects on our website as well. Exactly. So without much ado, because we do like to keep these to about 30 minutes or a little bit over, <laughs> and we've been guilty of being a little bit over the last few yeah, weeks. Yeah, we're a little bit long-winded. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I don't, I w- I'd like to give a quick introduction to the mom that we're going to be talking to today. So she's a very close friend of ours, and uh, she's been wanting to uh, be able to help with the family income, exactly like Tina was asking. Uh, she's been doing that for a few years now and has essentially been able to help get her family to a point where they have a very successful side business. Uh, do you have any other thoughts or ideas uh, that you'd like to add about her? Um, no. <laughs> anyway, so let's go ahead. Be- before, Without much ado, I'd like to introduce you to Cassie. <laughs> And when you asked if I had any more thoughts about myself, I'm like, hmm, let me think. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> it's hard to think about your own self, right? But yes, we, we're being partly funny, but um, yes. So Alex basically said, I should just interview you on the podcast and share with our listeners how you have brought in extra income for our family. And I've touched on some of the early days of earning that extra income when we started our 2% rule. And what is amazing with the 2% rule is that you get smarter um, and you find better ways of making money. You know, I've done a handful of things over the years and a few have worked and a few haven't. So... I know you really want to get talking, but I need to give some background, and I need to ask you the questions and let you answer oh, them. Oh, okay. Not not me dominate the conversation. Exactly. This usual. is an interview <laughs> format. This is not you just talking. Okay, okay, okay. 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 I'll try to be a good interviewee. <laughs> no, uh, in all seriousness, <clears throat> Cassie has a very popular article that she wrote on her site just over a year ago, and the name of it is Six Ways I... Let me bring it up. Six ways I bring in $3,500 of extra income per month as a stay-at-home mom with six kids. Is that still true? Yes. Yeah. Well, do you, do you still have six kids? Yes, I still have six kids. Okay. <laughs> so you still have six kids too. Oh, good. So does that mean we have 12 kids total? <laughs> wow. Thankfully not. <laughs> yes, we are very grateful for the yes. six beautiful children we have. So. Yes, yes. But uh, no, in all seriousness, though, uh, I, I wanted to go through and just really just share how grateful I am because this has been a huge blessing for our family. And uh, it's been a huge blessing to see us not only be able to, in the past, be able to pay off our debt, but now be able to use that extra income to be able to get towards our other uh, financial goals too, yeah, right? Yeah. And we, I even mentioned that in the article. I mean, cause I actually started making this consistent amount of money after we paid off our debts. And we even talk about in our book, how towards the end of that, um, the three years that we paid off 90 K the last year was the $50,000 year. And a lot of it was because our income had increased 
you know, each month over time. But the things I'm talking about today weren't even the things I did then. Back then, I was bringing in anywhere from 2000 to 2500 a month before we paid off our debt. So go ahead and share us a little bit about your story, about where you started, yeah. and how you got to that point. Okay, I'll give a quick summary of what I did to get up to this point, and then okay. what I did to, to bring in 3500 a month consistently. Awesome. Um, and so you might have heard early on that we started, you know, doing things like delivering newspapers, which kind of seems like an extreme, but that's really kind of where it began, that idea of bringing in extra income. And for us, it actually took something a little bit more extreme, like being adult newspaper deliverers, <laughs> to... Uh, make us realize how important that aspect of bringing in extra income really is. So that's kind of where it started. Um, but through the, through the end of our, our debt payoff, um, I was selling on eBay and then I had started um, selling locally larger furniture items where I was making like a 900% return, crazy things like that. But all of that required, um, work every week in some sense. It wasn't like a residual income. I mean, if right, I stopped right. selling something, we didn't have that income coming in. Correct. Um, and so I wanted to find ways of, of bringing in residual income. So then I actually... In fact, I think if I... Not to interrupt, but I will. Uh, it got very difficult for you because we were expecting a child. Yeah, and baby and number so, three. Baby yes. number three. So we, we, we found out, wait, you have to rest because you were having some other health issues at the time. Yeah. And we had to find a way. How can we get some residual income? Right. 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 Exactly. And so then it actually, um, I, I became really good at couponing. Um, and so everybody was asking me, how are you, you know, how are you making coupons actually save you money instead of just buying the name brand that was still more than generic, right? right. Um, and so then I started uh, doing coupon classes. And that was what I ended up doing that last year that we ended up paying off all that 90K of debt. And with those coupon classes, it started off, I was making like a couple hundred a week. And then it ended up being um, anywhere from 2000 to 2500 a month from teaching coupon classes. But even that was not technically, in my mind, being a stay-at-home mom because you would go to work during the day and then um, you'd come home and I would leave to go teach classes at night. I was teaching a class four time, four nights a week and then one or two classes on Saturday. I was working hard. We really wanted to get that debt paid off and I was working hard. And so that, that wasn't something I wanted to do long term. And I actually stopped doing it the second we paid off our final debts. Yes. Um, so then it was a matter of trying to figure out, okay, I want to be a stay-at-home mom, um, but I want to contribute financially to the family and help bridge that gap. Because in our day and age, it's really difficult to have a one income family. Um, but it's not impossible to have a stay at home parent that brings in extra income to help bridge that gap. And that's what I wanted to figure out. And so over the years, I finally figured out the things that I have been doing consistently now for um, a few years to bring in a consistent $3,500 a month. Um, and it's a lot of it is residual income. And so that's so, what we want to dive into. So let me ask this. So <clears throat> I already know the ideas because obviously we've talked about them. I've read the post and uh, we just know it very well because we communicate this. We know uh, very well what each other are doing. Um, sure. But are these ideas that anyone can implement or do you have to be very talented in one specific way 
to be able to make these ideas work. Well, that's what I love about this particular um, post that we shared on our site um, is that it's things that anybody can do. Any stay-at-home mom can do. Now, you're not going to start making money that that much money overnight because we didn't. I remember when I was using these uh, things I'm going to tell you about and I started making $12 a day. That was fantastic. I remember that day very clearly and I was so excited that I was consistently bringing in $12 a day of residual income staying 100% at home. Well, what was great, $12 a day doesn't sound like very much and it's not, right? Right. But at the same time, $12 times 30 is $360 per month. So in many ways, that's a lot lot more money than a lot of people know or even have today, right? Right, exactly. Um, and then it just built up from there um, to where I consistently brought in, you know, a few thousand, and it consistently continues to climb in terms of the residual income that's coming in. This was a year ago that we shared this post, and I actually have been working on some other projects that maybe we'll share about in another podcast. I would love that. Yeah, of ways that we've that I've been able to increase that even more, and my plans for the new year, 2018. Um, I have a lot of big ideas and we'll see how many of them I'm able to accomplish being a stay-at-home mom with six kids. <laughs> but <laughs> on paper, those are my goals. Um, but yeah, so that's the thing is just getting started. Anybody can do any of these things and um, then you just stick with it and be consistent and it will just continue each month to build and build and build. Awesome. So let's go ahead and get started because... Time is always of the essence on this uh, podcast. Yes. So let's go ahead and uh, just start walking through them. So you mentioned uh, six ways that you make $3,500 per month. Yes. Or at the time of the writing of this post, that's what you were making, right? Yes. So let's start walking through them. Could you? Okay, great. Yeah. So the first thing that I do is I actually get paid to shop. Um, This isn't a mystery shopper kind of thing. Um, And I've tried actually to apply for mystery shopper programs. And I actually know a few women who um, do mystery shopping and do quite well with it. I myself have not been able to make that work for a number of reasons. But I get paid to shop in a way that everybody can get paid to shop. And that's using shopping apps that give you money back when you shop. Like you do your normal grocery shopping, um, you, you know, your, your normal, even just walking into a store and you get paid to shop. And people think that it sounds gimmicky, <clears throat> but I've been doing it for a few years and I consistently make um, about 40 to $50 a month doing what I'm already doing. Uh, most of that comes from one specific app called Ibotta. Um, and I've used Ibotta for a long time, and that is by far my most successful getting paid to shop apps. Um, and it's me going into the grocery store. This is not just buying things online or, or whatever. This is physically going into the grocery store. There's a few more that I really like um, as well. They don't bring in as much as Ibotta, but they all add up together. One of them being... Um, Okay, go ahead. He wants to say something. (laughs) No, I was just really going to say I was really excited that at the end of November, uh, we just with you go into your Ibotta app and you withdraw a certain amount, Mm -hmm. and we withdrew almost three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, because you had been building it up, right? Yes. So that was real money we were able to use. Right. And what a great way to add that to our budget. Right, and it doesn't take a lot of extra effort. I think that the Ibotta app is one of the easier ones to use. Um, Checkout 51 is another one that I use. Um, in addition, there's a, another one called Shopkick, which pays you just to walk into stores. It also pays you to scan items in the store. You get paid even more 
when you purchase an item, but I don't purchase anything unless I'm already planning to purchase it. Now, let me just mention something real fast. So, you know, you can hurry and try to write these down. Maybe you're in your car right now listening to this, or, you know, maybe you're vacuuming. Who knows what you're doing, right? <laughs> but you just can't get to it. Don't forget, go to the thriftycouple.com slash 007. We'll have a link to every one of these that we're talking about here, yeah. as well as ways that you can earn additional income as well just by signing up through that link, right? Well, right. And actually, that's a really good point because you want to actually use the link to sign up because you get a $10 sign-on bonus if you use a link from somebody that's referred you. If you just go to Ibotta directly and sign up, then you miss out on that bonus. So... You want awesome. to use a referral link, which is what we will have there on that A free link. $10. That's yeah. nice to have, right? Just to get started. Right. And so anyway, so I've been using Ibotta for a long time. And then I started using the other apps because I was having so much success with Ibotta um, about a year ago. And uh, like I said, I like the other ones too. Ibotta is still my number one shopping app. Um, but check out those others that we'll put in the show notes for sure. All right. So that's number one. Is yes. You get paid to shop. Okay, paid let's go. Shop. Let's move on to number two. I mean, that's just like a dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one I've actually been doing for seven years. And I actually was like, I had friends that were doing this. And I was like, it doesn't make sense to me that you could make a lot of money. Um, and I didn't really give it much effort at first because I didn't think I could make very much. But now today, with really no effort, I make $50 a month. And that is I get paid to search the internet. I am online every day, probably like many of you who are listening. I'm at least going to Facebook every day, right? Or Googling a recipe or doing a search for, you know, the closest, I don't know, something. <laughs> I mean, we just, the internet is a part of our lives. So why not get paid to search? And so I have been using um, a search engine called Swagbucks. It's basically, um, it's like Google, except that this search engine pays you to do searches. Um, and I'm sure they're, they're using it for their market research. They're using the information to see what people's habits are online. And so by using their search engine instead, you can get paid. And like I said, at first I was like, ah, that's so hokey. Like, that's just like, you know, silly. Like nobody's going to, I'm not going to get rich doing that. Like how much am I going to make? Like $5 a year or whatever. But consistently using it, we make $50 a month. Well, we had a reader that shared a comment just, uh, what was it, about three or four weeks ago. Can you remind me what she said? Uh, yeah, she said that she actually started using Swagbucks and started giving it a try after either another podcast or another post that she had read on our site. And she had just cashed out $300 um, that she had made from, what was it, April to October or April to November? So, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, just a few months. Just a few months. And so she was really excited. I mean, it was $300 for doing the things that she does every day anyway, but just going through swag bucks instead. Because I think sometimes people will listen to us share, listen to you sharing your tips, and they say, oh, that's so easy because she has a podcast, she has a blog, whatever else. But this was a gal that took our tip, she signed up, and this, she's she was able to make $300 from April to today. Right. <clears throat> now, the thing to remember is, you know, she wasn't just 
using it once every three or four days, right? Right. She was actually going out and uh, very intentionally using it, right? Right. So yeah. every one of these tips are going to require some work. Yeah, and Swagbucks actually has a number of ways that you can um, earn money. And the primary way that I have done it has been through the searches, um, just because it's such an easy, mindless thing to do to use that instead of, of the Google search engine. Um, but they have other ways of, like if you read emails <clears throat> from like, sponsors and you open the email and you close it and you bake, you know, a few swag bucks and then those swag bucks add up into a bank or like basically they call it like a bank account, but it's a swag bucks account. And then when they build up, then you can just cash them out. You can actually cash them out at any time. It doesn't really, doesn't require a minimum, but I like to build it up and then cash it out when it hits 50, which is about once a month. Um, and so, but there's, they have a lot of ways. And so I actually have a number of friends, like friends that have introduced me to it that make a lot more than I do because they intentionally use it to its capacity, whereas I'm not, and yet I'm passively making $50 a month from it. Okay. Very awesome. So, yeah. so we have a link on our <clears throat> site as well. So if you sign up through the link on our site, not only will you be able to have access to this and start making money, but you'll be able to start off with an additional $5 just for signing up, right? Yes, yes. And I do want to point out that the apps I use for shopping and then the swag bucks I use for Google, there's no fees to use them. There's no gimmicks with them. It's just using their uh, tools instead for your shopping, and then they'll pay you for that. All so. right. Let's move on to number three. Okay. So I love to talk but I also love to talk with my fingers. <laughs> so um, I love to write. So you love to do sign language? <laughs> yes. Actually, I did learn sign language, and that was a really great thing. But that's... that's That was really awesome yes. teaching that to our kids, right? Yes. Love, love sign language. Okay, sorry. But Don't I to love distract. to use them on my... To write, to type. Ah, that's I, what you're talking I about. I love to write. And so I... Um, I was writing articles for other websites, and they were paying me $50 per article. Um, and I write four to six times per month. And so from these articles, I was getting paid two to $300 extra per month. And I loved this because there's, you can write about anything and you can find writing gigs online about any topic. I was primarily writing about topics related to money and being a stay-at-home mom, but there's people that are looking for people to write about their travel experiences, people to write about anything that you are feel like you have a little bit of knowledge on that you could pass to others, you can find writing gigs online. And we will put some links in the show notes to help you find ways of finding writing gigs. But I loved that because I could sit down, I would put my headphones on to block out the noise um, from the six kids running around. And in 20 minutes, I can have a rough draft of an article. And then I can, and then I would close my computer and then I would come back a few hours later, make some edits, and then it was done and I had $50 in my pocket. You know what? I love about this is everybody is an expert on something. They are. You yes. Know, and I think that we always, you know, we don't think enough of ourselves to right. be able to know that we actually know something really well mm -hmm. because we have our passions, we have our hobbies, we have our work, whatever it is, there's something that we just love so much that we've built up knowledge over time that people don't realize that that we we take for we take that for granted, right? Right, right. But other people would love to have just a small amount of that knowledge. So if you can go find a writing gig where you can share that knowledge, where you can even expand your own knowledge and then share that with a new group of readers, 
you know, how awesome is that to be able to take your passion and be able to be able to invest that into others, right? Yes. And there's so many websites out there. I mean, there's millions upon millions and a good chunk of them need writers. They need somebody to contribute. Um, I was writing for a few different ones, but there was one specifically that was a money saving website that was consistently wanting articles on topics related to saving money. But I've had all kinds of writing gigs about all different kinds of topics. Although I personally talk about saving money a lot, that's not the only thing I feel that I can talk about. So, Well, that's a really great point because there are so many companies out there, especially some of your small to medium-sized companies, they have a website presence. They know they need fresh content. They know right. they, they need because, you know, let me just back that up for a second. Google loves to have fresh content. It right. gets you more visibility on the search engines. So when you go out to Google and say, I'm looking for new tips for uh, crocheting or whatever else. You know, Google loves websites that have fresh content or fresh blog posts to be able to serve to your, to, to other readers, right? right? And a lot of these companies, they're really working on selling their products. They're really working on uh, maybe selling their service or whatever else, but they don't have time to go in and to be able to put money into or even the time to put it into writing blog posts, right? Right. But they want that because that gets them higher on Google. It does. So they go out and they will actually pay people to be able to uh, put that content on their site, these other experts, so that way they have that content coming in to give them a better ranking on their website. And this is kind of what you're talking about, right? That's exactly what I'm talking about. And there's many resources online that you can find these small to medium-sized businesses and websites that are looking for people to write an article. And if you picked up, you know, one writing gig for an article, then you can, um, you know, for one company, you know, that you can find another one and not limit yourself. If you have the time, do it. In addition, you can also do it another way. And I've done this before as well. And that is write the content. Mm. And then there's different groups on Facebook of websites and bloggers that are looking for content. And you can say, I've written an article about eight steps to the perfect garden or whatever. And I'm selling the article for 30 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever. And it has this many words. And so basically advertising it that way. And so we'll put the links in the show notes for, to, to do it that way. So where you write it first and then you sell the article or you go and find the gig and then write the article. And just a little insider's tip, you know, as we are sharing today, six ways I bring in $3,500 of extra income, or that was the article that Cassie wrote last year. Um, you know, these little tips, like eight ways that I do this, eight tips that I do that, you know, those little, you know, a very definite number yes. list yes. really is huge. Yes. So, All right. We need okay. to move on to the next one. We are. Go for so, it. So uh, the next one is selling items around my home and upselling items. So I started doing that several years ago. Like I said, that was not a form of residual income, but I still do it. Um, because it does bring in income and it seems like I always find things to sell. I just didn't want it to be the only thing I did. So if I had to stop doing it for a while that, that we were incomeless as far as that second income. So it's still a great money-making effort and you will get out of it what you put into it. Well, let me share something real fast. Right before we came on to do this podcast episode, uh, we were discussing a question we had, uh, from a friend, Sean. Uh, where we were talking about, you know, selling your items back to Amazon. Yes, right? the Amazon <clears throat> trading program. And we said, you can use your mobile device. And he went in, he tried a couple searches and he couldn't find it. So we were we were thinking, 
oh, let's hope that they haven't removed this. So we went in, we were looking at a number of books and true, when we actually went in, we'd scan the book, we'd actually scan the barcode and we'd do a search and there, for a few of the books, this didn't come up, but there was, there were two books out of a total of six that we scanned that did come back. Mm-hmm. One book came back with a, a, when you scroll down, sorry, when you do your search and you, that product comes up, you scroll down and there'll be a list of options. One that says, sell, uh, sell, sell on these Amazon, on Ama- buy Amazon, used. buy you. Yeah. Those kinds of lists. And you, right there, you should find one occasionally to say, trade in to Amazon, right? Yes. Yes. And, and so, it'll give you the actual value right there. We'll scare, share a screenshot we'll, yes. in the show notes. So we, we actually looked at two different books out of the six. One book we could sell back for $5.33 or something to that effect. The other one was $16 and change. So right there between the two books, we could have made, and if we sold, brought them back and traded them back into Amazon, we can make over $21 just between those two books. So that's a, that's a pretty good income, right? Yes, absolutely. Just on those two books. And so that was really, really great. So that's so. why, so your answer back to my, our answer back to Sean, you know, not every product is going to be eligible for trade-in when you use the Amazon app. But when you are using the Amazon app, uh, that's why we encourage you to take your phone with you when you go to garage sales, when you go to right. the secondhand stores. That way you can scan Do it right there in the yep. store, find out, can I make anything from a trade-in on this? Mm-hmm. And then it will tell you right there on the app that, yes, you can trade this in for this much money. Yes. So and, right. I, and I love to do that. I love to be a deal hunter, go find those diamonds in the rough and sell them. And I still do. So that's still one of my forms of income. And there's low seasons and there's high seasons. I mean, some months I'm, I can make a pretty good chunk. And then other months I'm not doing anything. So I'm not making anything. But it's another form of income. Okay. And so that actually leads me into my next one. And it is selling handcrafted items. So I've been selling handmade jewelry and handcrafted items with my mom and grandma and now my daughter's. For quite a while. And this has been something that my mom and grandma have done for years. Um, And so I joined the bandwagon. Um, This one is definitely seasonal because we primarily have sold in craft booths, which end up being, you know, in the fall, like late fall and early um, Christmas season, as well as in the summer during like those, you know, Fourth of July um, events where people have booths in the park. And so it's not a monthly thing, but it does bring in income when we do it. That's one of my goals for this next year, though, is to find ways of selling it online and um, selling it like through a Facebook page and those kinds of things. So it consistently can bring in more income rather than just physically selling at the booths. But selling handcrafted items has been a really good form of income. And we've actually interviewed a few other gals for posts on our site that have made handcrafted items and they don't sell them in booths. They sell them online consistently all throughout the year. So that's my next goal with that. All right. And uh, again, encouragement, if you are uh, someone that actually sells in booths or whatever else and have other tips for us too, you know, reach out to us. We'd love to be able to talk to you, interview on this uh, on this podcast and uh, make a show out of it. That'd be great. Yeah. So now we move to the last uh, way that you make extra income. Yes. And this goes back to what we were talking about before about everyone being an expert on something, right? Right. Exactly. It actually kind of goes along with those writing gigs. Um, And this one actually is my number one source of income where the majority of the $3,500 I bring in a month comes from. And that is through blogging. Yes, I know that that sounds overwhelming maybe to some But if you start a blog and start writing, you can make 
decent money. I will tell you and be honest with you, it takes at least a good six months before you start making anything consistent. So those months that you're trying to pull it together and hang in there with it, and you're pretty much working for free, it's hard. But with bloggers I have consistently talked to, that or bloggers that have consistently blogged that I have talked to, um, they make that income within six months to a year, and they start having that residual income pour in every single month. And then obviously, once you start getting paid, then you really have motivation to keep writing about whatever topic you want to write about. All right, and so- what well, I just want to say real quick too, what I love about blogging is it's a very low risk, very low cost business to start. There's very little investment involved to run a website to start. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about is let's talk about some of the upfront uh, expenses that you need for a, you know, for a website. So you said that it's pretty low, low cost. So what are some of those costs? Well, really, all you need to actually get started is a domain name and a website host. You can use wordpress.org, um, and it's free to use WordPress, but you have to have somewhere to host it if you want to be able to make money off of it. And that's where your own hosting comes in. You can get hosting for less than $3 a month, and we've act- we'll put the links in our on our show notes about that too. And that's a good place to start. As you grow, you will need better options or more quality options and those kinds of things. But to get started, you can um, get your hosting and your domain name for $3 a month. And that's at the very, very basic level. That's all you need. So if you just started with that and began writing, and then as your income came in, then you can make improvements like a customized design or a little upgrading your hosting or, you know, the extra tools that you need, you know, start spending money on those things when you start making money. But I always tell everybody, just get the absolute basic, start writing because you can't make any money at all unless you are writing. You know, what's really great, I, I, I forgot we even did this, but, you know, I went through one night and put together about, was it eight to 10 different videos real quick on YouTube? And yeah. we'll share that in the link in the show notes as well that went through from the very, the very start to each step on how to get that set up as well. Yes. And so we'll share that in the show notes and, and kind of walk through a little bit of, of each step. Um, yes. So let's, let's go back to something real fast. So okay. you say... You know, you can get this set up. You can start adding content. Uh, there's something that I just, you know, you're going to hear it over and over again, especially when it comes in the blogging world, is the idea that content is king. Uh-huh. You know, so many people think that they have to have a perfectly designed website yeah, before don't. they get started, right? Our, the, the, the website design that we had when we started our blog, when I started the blog that I'm primarily right at, it like I look at it today and I cringe because it was so <laughs> horribly ugly, but nobody cared. You know, as you grow, you want to maintain that professional look and have that professional look, but don't let that stop you from starting. You have to have many months of content before you can really do a whole lot of money making. Um, You really do. So don't worry about the look and feel right now. Just worry about that content. So what's really great is, you know, you mentioned before that the, the hosting. So think to yourself, if I had a blog, if I had a domain name, this is what I would want it to be. And then you can use this link. You can actually find that hosting, get that, get that get set up. Get the free up, domain get the name free domain and name. the $3 hosting. That's right. And then you can actually, there's themes out there. A theme is essentially here's what the look and feel is. Uh, it's we'll like sh- wallpaper. For we'll share site. in the show notes. If, if you're really 
wanting to have a logo, you can go out and use a, a site called Fiverr.com and be able to, for $5, get a quick logo designed as well. Yes. And then just have something there that you can start populating. And, yes. You know, and adding your content content adding your expertise as well Mm -hmm. and start sharing with the world so let me let's let's go to another question okay how do you make money blogging that is a great question and there's actually a few different ways because everybody asks that like how on earth that doesn't even make sense and the first and primary way that pretty much every website on the web um makes money from and that is ads those google ads i know that for a lot of people they can be annoying as heck but um People, there's not, it's not possible for people to, you know, write online without being paid. So we we're willing to watch free television and watch the commercials. We're willing to pay for magazine subscriptions and have ads in our magazines. So, you know, having ads on a family's blog to help them earn a little money from their writing shouldn't be any problem for anybody to put up with knowing that it's helping to support that family. And so then people say, well, how much can you make on ads? There's a lot of different ad networks, um, and you can be able to increase your CPM, which means cost per thousand, basically, cost per thousand views. Um, but starting out uh, be, with blogging, you can make about 4 to $5 per thousand views. So if you have a blog and you start getting 1,000 visitors a day, that is 4 to $5 in ad income per day. You know, if you're getting 10,000 per day, that's 40 to $50 per day. And it can just kind of go up from there. And then the more traffic you have, the better value you can start making, you know, $10 per CPM and on up depending on what ad networks you're with. So that will vary, but that kind of gives you an idea. The second way is through affiliate marketing. And that is like telling people, hey, I use this really cool pineapple cutter on Amazon and here it is. And you put a link to that product on Amazon. If anybody clicks on that link and purchases that item or any other item on Amazon with your cached link, then you make a commission. So affiliate marketing is basically what that's called. And that that can be an entire podcast or 10 on its own. (laughs) (laughs) But the third way is sponsors, Um, getting a company to come in and be a sponsor. Um, This isn't something I like doing a whole lot, but I will only do it if there is like a product or a service that I could really stand behind. So in my seven years of blogging, um, I have had two uh, six month contract sponsors where they will pay me every month. But for the most part, I will get sponsors for like a one-time blog post to try out their product or service and tell others about it. And then they'll pay me to tell my experience, my honest opinion of it. Um, and so that's really more of what I do rather than having like a contracted sponsor month to month. Um, and then the final way, well, there's a lot of different ways, but the final way that I have done it from our blog is selling your own products and eBooks. And I've made some printables that have helped our family, like our no food waste menu planner, and our Christmas planner, it's probably the the item, because I'm, I'm not great about probably marketing it myself, which is one of my goals for 2018. So it's probably one of the lowest money-making parts of our website. But for many, it's actually the majority of their uh, blog income is selling their own products. And so I definitely know I can improve in that area, but we make a little bit each month from that. So those are the main ways uh, that we make money from blogging. You know, I hear so many times, I hear one... Uh, you know, not complaint, but one way that people say this just wouldn't work for me. And I just wanted to quickly address that before we move on to our 2% tip is this idea that, you know, there's already a website out there about this or that, whatever that hobby is. 
And, you know, something I've learned is, you know, sometimes we sell ourselves short. Yes. Sometimes we, we don't realize, you know, for example, I'm a runner and I'm not going to, you know, there's a lot of running websites out there. But start thinking and breaking your topic down, your expertise. Mm-hmm. Am I just talking about running in general? Am I talking about running for weight loss? Am I talking about running for weight loss for middle-aged you know, men or women or whatever else? And start to kind of whittle it down and think, what do I have to offer that is very specific and unique that other websites aren't offering? Right. And there's so many people, so many sites out there, but you have a very specific voice you have your own experiences your own knowledge that even though there's other websites out there you are going to have a voice that other people will listen to you are unique to you right right you're unique and so you know it's just like any other business or company out of there out there um almost all of them have one two three four or myriad of of competitors but it doesn't cause them to not build a business. It doesn't cause them to not open their doors. So same thing um, along that same line. So I had one primary blog, The Thrifty Couple, mm-hmm. and we still have that. But at the, since the writing of this post, I started a second blog with a friend and it's a travel blog, specifically travel to Disneyland and Southern California travel. Right. There's already a whole bunch of Southern California and Disneyland travel blogs, but we felt that, you know, we could contribute to that field of expertise in our own to, way. We you can, can add, add to, to it. that knowledge, right? Right. I mean, when I'm researching a topic, I don't visit just one source and that's my sole source. If I'm learning about things, I will very often visit multiple websites and I pick up different things from all of them. Yes. I think that's a good point to not sell yourself short. So, and Can you share with us what that uh, other website is? Yes. It's mousegamoms.com. <laughs> so. Mousegamoms, like mouseketeers, right? Right, right. And, and, you know, it's crazy because we it's actually become, it's kind of a hobby. Um, and I only spend maybe two to three hours a month on it. And we are, you know, consistently making, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month. And I'm only putting in two to three hours a month on that project. And I often think, oh man, I wish I had more time to put even more time into it <laughs> and possibly make even more. But um, I'm, I'm excited to be able to do that on just such a little amount of time and effort put in. Well, so. Exactly. Well, you know, there's so much more to be said about this last idea. Honestly, everything that we've talked about during this time, there's yeah. so much more that can be said. In fact, we've shared a little bit more of that information and the links and more information and broken it down on the show notes as well. Right. So don't miss that at the thriftycouple.com slash 007. But, you know, I'd go back to what Tina had asked. There really are ways that you can make money as mm-hmm. a stay-at-home mom. And it's just a matter of finding out what's right for you and uh, just going and getting started, right? Yeah. So are you going to interview me here again soon about what I plan to do for the next time to increase that income even more? It sounds like that's a request. <laughs> and so I yes. guess... Because I have I'm a lot of fun plans. You, and because I don't want to be punched and I don't want to be pinched. <laughs> yes, that would be great. <laughs> I have a lot of fun things in the works that I, some of them I'm already implemented and started making some money on. Um, but I like to give things a good test run before I start telling everybody about it. Exactly. So hopefully here in maybe a couple months, I'll have some really good things to say. Okay. Well, let's go ahead. We uh, Let's go ahead and move into our 2% tip. All right. So our 2% tip is where we go through and share an idea to help you to be able to bring in 2% more income per month 
or be able to help you shrink your budget by 2% per month as well, right? Yes. So today we have a very special topic. I'm not sure exactly where it fits. I think it's in the income, uh, but we just had a tool that we shared on our site that we thought would be so fun to share. We are loving this tool. Like it is a lot of fun. Well, it's not just us are loving it. Our our kids kids are loving this whole. It's been a whole big fun family um, experience. And that is the use of a... um, uh, investing program called Stockpile. Right. And like we think of the uh, idea of investing in the stock market and it can be scary. It can be a little terrifying, but this well, is... Well, don't you need like thousands of dollars to invest in the stock market? Well, that's what a lot of people think. But what's great about Stockpile is you can invest as little as $1. And so even if you're not in a point like in your steps to getting in, in financially free, if you're not quite to the investing step, this is still something worth looking at um, because you can buy fractional shares which means you can just buy a, a, a fraction of a share in a company and your fraction of a share is going to grow at the same rate as a full share. Well, surely so whatever you, you put in, you're going to get that back out. Well, surely you can't buy companies like Bitcoin, can you? Yes, you can. And that's what has been so fun. <laughs> um, so what I love about Stockpile is they give you the opportunity to invest a free $5 um, and you have, you have to be referred through a referral link. So what I did is I signed up for Stockpile um, and got my free $5. And then I signed up all of my kids, gave them a free $5 each. And half of our kids invested in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And this $5 in one week went from $5 in value to $7.48 in value. Just $5. They were pretty excited they about that. They were. And we've and it's been a really fun tool to watch. And so and then we've actually started investing more in the stock market through Stockpile because their trading fees are only 99 cents. So after the free $5, um, I would say everybody go and do that. Even if you are not at the point where you're ready to invest, don't miss out on that $5 put it into something and just play with it and see what it can do. Um, And then when you get to a point where you want to invest more, Stockpile has very, very low fees for compared to the industry average. And so we've been able to invest more and it's been a really fun tool to watch our money grow. Well, you know, something I really love, as we mentioned, is it's a great way to help our kids to understand a little bit more about stocks. You know, Stockpile has major, major companies and players. They have Disney, Google, um, yeah. Bitcoin and these kind of companies as well. And it gives them a chance to be able to learn how to be able to make money. But right. I expect they're going to very soon learn how to lose money as sure, well. Right? Sure, sure. I'm sure that Bitcoin is just an anomaly right now. But so. it's but it's teaching them, you know, a little bit about investing and what that means and what they can do with that, right? Right, right. And yeah. so what's, what's great is you can, you can uh, be able to tie it to your bank account securely mm-hmm. and to be able to transfer a little bit of money over when you want it. When you want uh, it, yeah. But what's really great too is they have the option to be able to give uh, you know, gifts to your children and others. In fact, Cassie just said to me, you know, it would be a great gift to get a gift card for stockpile. Yes. So. That's what I wanted for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so no matter where you're at, I would recommend everybody go and get your free $5. We have the link in the show notes. And then once you've opened an account and you've gotten your free $5, then you're going to be able to gift free $5 to your kids, your grandkids, your friends, whomever you want. Um, And then all of you can watch your money grow together and you can keep just the $5. I mean, it's $5 sitting there for you, or you can just add more. Well, what's what's exciting, and I know we're about ready to close here, is, you know, they they charge 99 cents per trade. Yes. Uh, So 
except for that five dollars. Except for the five dollars, that that fee is waived, right? Yes. So yes. So don't let have, it sit there. When you have companies <laughs> like Charles Schwab and your other big investors that are charging six ninety nine, nine ninety nine, even higher per per, per trade, transit. yeah. You know what you're seeing here is you're able to invest money uh, with a very very small. Cost. Yeah. yeah. So. And the stock market, you know, over the years, the stock market has had an average of 9.8% return. And so um, when it's just a little bit of money, too, it's not as terrifying to start and play around with it. Um, but even if you're a seasoned investor, go get your $5 and then gift it to your grandkids and your friends and your kids and whomever and just have fun with it. Yeah, that's so. right. So just as a disclaimer, we're not saying this is your 2% tip to bring in extra income. Don't take, you know, $1,000 and say, say, hey, we're going to make 2% more by next month. Sure. But this is just a fun way and even a small way where you can kind of get introduced to the idea behind investing and, you know, start to get your feet wet and have a little bit better sense of what investing is all about. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Very low risk. So. Oh, wow. I got a frog in my throat. Sorry about that. <laughs> Anyway, well, this has been such a fun episode. I really hope that Tina was able to get her uh, questions answered, and I hope that we were able to help answer some of yours as well. And uh, we just thank you so much. You know, we re really want to encourage you that if you've been blessed, if you've been, um, if you've heard any information that has been, uh, you know, has helped your family, please go out to iTunes. Please share in the comments because that's really how we live and die as far as the podcast uh, goes. We really want to be able to get this in front of more people so we can try to help more families and help them to know that there really truly is hope, uh, you know, even when they don't think that there is. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.